The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told a parable to his disciples. Can one blind man guide another? Surely both will fall into a pit. The disciple is not superior to his teacher. The fully trained disciple will always be like his teacher. Why do you observe the splinter in your brother's eye and never notice the plank in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the splinter that is in your eye, when you cannot see the plank in your own hypocrite? Take the plank out of your own eye first, and then you will see clearly enough to take out the splinter that is in your brother's eye. There is no sound tree that produces rotten fruit, nor again a rotten tree that produces sound fruit. For every tree can be told by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorns nor gather grapes from brambles. A good man draws what is good from the store of goodness in his heart. A bad man draws what is bad from the store of badness. For a man's words flow out of what fills his heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Can one man, one blind man, guide another? Surely, both will fall into a pit. There is a beautiful painting, brothers and sisters, from Bruegel the Elder, great Flemish painter, that expresses that very beautifully, the blind leading the blind. You see six blind men, each one following the other with his arm on the shoulder of the one that is in front of him. So one is already fallen into the pit. The other one, the, just before, is tumbling. So he understands, he's falling, doesn't know where, but he's falling. The one before feels there is a problem. And the first one doesn't know anything. So he's very confident. And he walks. That's us in many ways. The pit, it's something objective. Whether the blind men like it or not, they are going to fall. The one that is very confident because he is following somebody else, it's subjective. He doesn't know that he is going to fall. And it shows well the big problem there is behind. It's not because 60% of the people think 
that they're not going to fall, that they won't fall. It's not the majority opinions that makes truth. Truth is stubborn. And it's the facts. And it's so important to understand that. Because then we start to understand that truth, it's not handmade. Many things are handmade. What uh, we wear, each of us, on us, it's handmade. It comes from man. There are more or less colors. It comes from man. It's well done or it's badly done, but it comes from man. Whereas the truth, it is what it is. And we have to discover it. And it's a very different cup of tea. Very different. We have to discover the truth and follow it in our life. Whether we like it or not. Some people, very strange, when they see something that they don't like, what is adverse to them, they deny it. Is it because you deny, deny it that it doesn't exist? Jesus would say, those are fools that don't see the truth. So, what is given to us to discover the truth? John Paul II, Saint John Paul II, expresses it in a very beautiful way in his great encyclical Fides and Ratio Faith and Reason he says this at the start of this letter Faith and Reason are like two wings on which the human spirit rises to the contemplation of truth this is very important for us especially in this day in which we are. Reason. It's the capacity we have to understand things. That is why you went to school and I went to school. It is to learn and not to say that we know everything. And the first commandment of any research was expressed by an old philosopher, Greek, five or six centuries before Christ, Socrates. He was with people who thought they knew anything. Like today, you know, you're supposed to have an opinion on everything. The Pope should do that. This minister should do that. This man, I, I knew somebody, I won't say who it is, and you don't know him anyway. When the roof tiler would come, he would explain to him what he has to do. And talk for a quarter of an hour, explaining. No, there are people that have taken a lot of time to learn what they have to do. 
and they know it. And it's important to, it's in different fields. They have the information to know it. They've done the studies, maybe very long studies, a doctor, a practitioner, GP. How many years to be a GP? And you have some that say, oh, I'm going to do with my hand this and that and you will be better, but that's nonsense. The GP has been trained to cure you as best as possible. I know that some are better than others. It's true. But they all have a certain knowledge of what is the human body. You see, when the Pope, our present Pope, Pope Francis, he wanted to do a letter on preserving the earth, on ecology, because he thought it was so important for today that we have to protect nature. Well, what did he do? He asked an inspiration coming from heaven. Of course there were the scriptures. Of course there is a religious understanding of things. That's for sure. But he asked scientists. And when the letter, the encyclical, was presented in the Vatican, there was a German scientist with a specialist about the weather and the fact that there is a human factor in it as 99, 95% of the scientists say. And this German spoke at the request of the Pope. And in the Vatican you have an academy of scientists that are there, not because they are Christians, some of them are not, but to give advice to the Pope. And there are Nobel Prize winners that are there. There is an academy at the Vatican. It's so important today to understand that and not to be in your imagination with fake news or whatever. There is a truth that man is able to discover if, of course, he takes the time for it. And if he accepts this humility that he doesn't know everything. <laughs>